Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Mama Mama podcast, brought to you as always by Golding Accountancy. We are golding.com. For your accountancy needs. How are you? I'm good. I'm recording this in the future, in the past. How oh, I don't know. I'm actually on holiday at the moment, so I've done this preempting um, me not being around. I hope you are good. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Marcus and Frank Butcher from um, How to Get an Hour podcast. If you've not listened to it, then please listen to it because it's fantastic even though I do so much so myself um, this week I've got two of my friends on Lou and Claire talking about the menopause they are both I wanted to get them on talking about it because obviously I'm a woman so I'm gonna be going through the menopause and it's one of those things that you know it's coming and you know that it's not good but no one really talks about it i think it's getting spoken about more that davina mccall did a program about it which i actually still haven't watched and i'm going to watch it um but it's there's things we can do to help ourselves and i wanted to get claire and louise on because they're both quite different people in their views on things but they both feel very strongly about the fact that you need to take the drugs because you know they're there to help I think HRT had a lot of bad press 20 years ago and it wasn't actually true but we don't know that it wasn't true like I've I've always thought oh no HRT gives you breast cancer and I don't know I've obviously heard that and then that's just what I've believed but actually it's not true and but I don't know that it's not true because they didn't make such a big deal about that but anyway I hope you enjoy this I hope you get something out of it and I'll see you in a bit. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Work. Work. I just want to know what it's what I've got in store for me, really, and to yeah. talk on openly and yeah. honestly about yeah. because people don't really talk about the menopause. No, 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 they don't. And I think that that is something that you only realise when you hit the menopause that it's something yeah. that's going to happen to fifty-one percent of people <laughs> yes. in this country, and nobody knows sod all about it. It's like when you have a miscarriage, though, isn't it? Mm. And yeah. then when you have mm. the miscarriage. Most of the people you know, they're like, oh, yeah, I've had Well, I think you become very well-educated quite quickly. Mm. Yeah. Because you make it your business. I didn't know any... I just... It was one of those things that would... It was going to happen. I knew it would happen. But you don't... I never thought about it. And I think lots of women don't realise it's happening until... Well, I wouldn't say they're quite far into it. Because you're, you're only menopausal when you haven't had a period for a year. Mm. Yes, yeah. So, or up until then, you're perimenopausal. And you can start from maybe even late 30s. But most, I think, it's early 40s. How long almost. can you be perimenopausal for? As long as, as, long as it takes. You hit that point. I mean, you don't know you're actually yeah. menopausal. But once you've had a year without a period, that's when you're officially menopausal. And then after that, I don't really know... Yeah, but I think you? as well it's because people just don't talk about it. Like I'm the youngest of seven, and I've got six sisters. Seriously, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, oh there's there's God. lots of us. We breed Irish, a lot. Irish Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so I'm the youngest of seven, six sisters, and there's quite a big gap. So there's seven years even between me and my next sister, and none of us even spoke about the menopause. Um. I can remember being told. I was a menopause baby because my mum had me at 44 and in 1965 that would have been a late wow. a late baby. Are you uh, the youngest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I don't think anybody ever really spoke about it. And that's why I'm kind of on a bit of a thing. I tell everybody I'm in the menopause, even yeah. if they want to know. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, then you kind of cross over to becoming a menopause then, don't yeah. you? Because you just sometimes I feel like it's all I talk about. But it's, because it's a really big thing. Yeah. It's a really big yeah. thing. And it just changes everything, I think. You just don't, you just, it just, you know, years ago they used to call it the change. Mm. Yeah. And I kind of really understand that now because everything changes. Everything, your skin, your hair, the way you feel, the way you think, your power and your patience, particularly my patience, particularly. <laughs> um, but it is, it's, and I just think, yeah, like you say, nobody wants to talk about it because it's, I think there's also that, it's that admission of, 
you know, that's the kind of thing that happens to other people. You know, it's like when yeah. I'm grown up, when I'm older, and then all of a sudden, you know, it just, it's, it's a gradual, it's gradual. But it happens to every woman, yeah. doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. It happens to everyone. Regardless of your marital status, regardless <laughs> of whether you've had children right, yeah. or not, does not matter. Everybody, you know, it's it's one certainty. I mean, my sister, you were saying you're, you're, there's five years between my sister and I. My mum had, had a hysterectomy at 40. Now, she's been gone nearly 20 years, actually, in a few weeks' time. So I have no idea what... Yeah. Because I never had those kind yeah, of conversations yeah. with mm-hmm. her about what she was... You know, how it was for her, because... Why I did just, she have a hysterectomy? I just think she had... We see then, when you have very... Part, part of when your periods change, they can get really, really heavy. Yeah. Constant bleeding. Yeah, now, okay. they'll just... They'll give you the coil... Or yeah. there is, you can have an ablation, yeah. and then an maybe they'll, it, it's, they kind of take away a lining of the womb. Okay. Which can, so, so that would be the next step. You, they'd give you the coil, then they'd maybe give you an ablation. Then, after that, the final straw, like the, the yeah. last line in the defence, would yeah. be, they'll give you a hysterectomy. But, you know, however many years ago, um, yeah. 30 odd, maybe 35 years ago, they just gave you a hysterectomy mm-hmm. to stop it. Because I think also the, the point was, if you're not having any more children, you know, yeah. it's really, it's not. But they don't, they, they don't like doing that now, do they? No. Or sterilising they don't like doing now? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I've just got to say, by the way, that we I'm not a doctor or any kind of expert, <laughs> so I'm going to be giving you all these opinions. You've got to go and look it up for yourself. Yeah. And everybody, um, yeah, everybody, everybody is different. Different. But I mean, I would definitely say that if men went through the menopause, oh. we bloody well all know about yes, it. Yes, and uh, yes, there's, if men you know, had periods, there'd be such better <laughs> systems in place to deal with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact that you have really like I've always suffered terribly with PMT and period pains and heavy periods, and like people need time off work to deal with yeah. that. Some my mate um, who sadly passed away, neither she was in bed for a week every month mm. with awful. She had fibroids. It turned mm. out in mm. the end. But there's no accommodation for that, yeah. is there? I mean, there isn't even that much accommodation for when you have babies or kids, is there? So, you know, there's... I mean, I would say um, one of the things about menopause care, it, it's going to dramatically vary for who you work for. So yeah. I've just retired. I work for the Met Police. And obviously, it's a massive organisation. And obviously, it employs a lot of women. So surprisingly, place, places like that where you would think they would be the least... Um, evolved around this are very good so I can remember going into work one morning and I'm a a quite um a resolute type of person I don't get but I'm not have low mood or anything like that I just started crying and everyone's like what's wrong with you I thought I haven't slept for days because of course I was having massive massive hot sweats you can get itchy skin you get um, anxiety that you're not used to. Like, have obviously the job I had was like a lot of um, safeguarding, and I just have things going around my head the whole time. And that had gone on and on and on for so long that I just yeah. got to a point where I was just like exhausted, and I can't cope with this. And all the blokes just sort of like look at you <laughs> and sort of shuffle away <laughs> sideways like little crabs. Like, but you know, m- my boss, if it was a guy, but he was really good, and he said, right, look don't come in at seven o'clock for an early start come in at nine and they were really accommodating and not saying every employer can be but then the other thing obviously I I was 
a bit older and had been working for them for a long, long time. But the other thing is I got referral to occupational health and actually came off night duty because I just couldn't function. Mm. Like, yeah. I was, you know, your, your hormones are in such flux that there's no way I could be staying up all night. I could do, So, yeah. you know, they were accommodating. But I think maybe if you work for a smaller employer or, uh, you know, people who are self-employed or whatever don't have yeah. just perhaps that level of support. See, the other thing is, it's about what you, what what's open to you. So it might be depending on who you work, who you work for, but also what you can afford. See, GPs yeah. only get something like half a day's training. Right, in, really? and then it is up. I think I mean I could be wrong, but I think it's up to them to then yeah. you know whatever if they want to take an interest or or upskill or do you know educate themselves further. Yeah. So first thing people say is go and see a GP. Yeah. Well, I know loads of women that have tried to have that conversation with their GP and it's not gone very far. I ended up seeing like a, I went to see this GP who, I mean I actually at the time didn't have a GP because it was the end of the lockdown and we were moving and I right. had some yeah, yeah, and, yeah. but my friend had gone to see this lady who was a GP but she specialised she ran a menopause clinic I think you, that's the one you told me mm. about no that, that's actually oh, okay. because that lady that I told you about, she's a pharmacist, she runs a clinic yeah. around here, but this was sort of near, oh okay, now. yeah and she was really um, if you were to see your GP you'd get and quite understandably, you can see them in five to five minutes, ten minutes. Yeah. So I was with her for over an hour, and she was really thorough. Wow. She went through everything. I had to fill out a form beforehand about all my symptoms. And I didn't have normal symptoms. I wasn't getting hot flushes. I wasn't having the itchy skin. I wasn't having restless leg or anything like that. But I was raging. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> raging and like to, to talk about I mean, we all have anxiety and things that yeah worry, but like i think you worded it really well when you sort of said it's mm. it's anxiety a level of anxiety you're not used to mm. and i was just just i was like i didn't know who i was yeah and so she was really good she went through everything i sat I was with her for over an hour i had blood tests this that as it happened she sent me for an ultrasound something else that she just wanted to rule everything out and and that was brilliant. Yeah. But obviously it did... It you had to pay for that. I had yeah. to pay for that privilege. Right. Now, as it happens, she's then written to my new GP, who, and they've been brilliant, and they've sent me for blood tests, and they have taken over the prescriptions, other yeah. than one thing, so I've been prescribed testosterone. You can't yeah. get that on the NHS. No. Well, you really? can, but if you find a doctor that is prepared to prescribe it off licence, because it's not licensed by NICE. Yeah. So it's not a matter... But, interestingly enough, a man can get testosterone on a national health prescription, but not a woman. I mean, I think, I mean, as I say, we're not doctors, but I know what Lou's talking about. So what, what they can give you is a testosterone gel. Um, I've which, been given that. Yeah. I've been given that for my period. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, Lou just getting up to throw it in her yeah. bag to get it. Um, so, so you can be given a testosterone gel. Yeah, and that you take a pea size. And you rub it. Rub it on your leg. And that should last you ten days. That little sachet. And what does that? What does that do? Well, apparently it's quite good for your sex drive. Oh, okay. I, I think it's because probably muscle as well. I should imagine. Or like, I'm just. I've yeah. got no idea. Mm. But you know, it's a male hormone. Yeah. So you, do you get that prescribed, or you don't get that prescribed? I have to pay for that. Yes, but okay. I get prescribed. Okay. And how much is that? So that um, you get quite a big box. Yeah. 
I've just finished my first box. I got that in September. Oh, I mean, wow. I was a bit, I was, I was eking it out a bit towards the end <laughs> because I couldn't get an appointment with this lady for yeah. a while because of all the lockdowns. And yeah, yeah. Um, so it's lasted me, you know, it should last you six months. So, and it was about £70. Oh, okay. Plus That's what I had to pay her for the, oh, the consultation. Yeah. However... You know, but that's fine because I could. But there's loads of women that are being underrepresented, uh, underrepresented, yeah. because they can't afford it. And why should yeah. they pay for yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you go, I mean, I think as well. There's everyone's experience with going up to the. I mean, I just want to say, me and Lou have obviously both gone down the same route, which is straight away into HRT. So yeah. my period stopped dead when I was fifty. I didn't have any kind of, you know, like some people have on-off periods and all that. I just got to fifty and they stopped. Um, but obviously, I was having the physical symptoms of the hot sweats, restless legs and everything. So I went to my GP. My GP was brilliant. I just said to her, you know, I haven't had a period. You know, do I need blood tests and stuff? And I mean, obviously, what I'm saying is for individually for me and everyone is different. Yeah. You know, and she said, well, look, the things with blood tests, if you're telling me you haven't had a period, a blood test, one day your hormones could be higher or lower. Mm do you want to go on HRT? And I said, yes. So she put me on HRT patches. Um, I said to her about, you know, the increase of breast cancer, yeah. which is, I think, what a lot of people listening are going to be worried about. And, of course, this came out, reported about 2002, I think it came out, but it's been completely debunked as being incorrect. Yeah. The, the, the case studies that they looked at were much older women who would have had breast cancer anyway because, right, you know, they were okay, in their yeah. 70s and 80s. The trial wasn't finished. And, of course, it is something that massively affected um menopause care for women because millions of women just said right i'm not going to take they it because i'm going to get yeah. they just came off it because and and the other thing as well is lots of gps who haven't educated themselves on the menopause are still referring back to this old report yeah so she said to me you've got more increased risk of getting breast cancer by drinking which i do and by being <laughs> overweight which i am so i took my chances um i said to her about um, i had a history of breast cancer with two of my sisters and she said mm. but you have lots of sisters so that's yeah, not disproportionate yeah, yeah. for the amount of people yeah so she was quite happy to prescribe and i was quite happy to take it so um, what is hrt so hormone replacement therapy, Lou, if Lou talks about her, I'll tell you about mine. So I have a patch, so that's called some posh name, into something or other. So I'm not taking it. It's not an oral one. Yeah. And that's what the preferred method is. So that gives me estrogen and the other word that I can't say. Progesterone. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, now... Um, and so that is replacing what you're losing when so you go into the menopause. For you, or is it just a, the it's same just, amount just, on every for everyone? It was the same amount for anyone. Now, Lou, when she talks about hers, will probably be different because she's obviously gone to a specialist private clinic yeah. where they would have tailored her prescription. Right. But mine is just generic. Yeah. And what they do is they give you a really low dose, you stick the patch on your bum, and then they say to you, you know, how do you feel? You can go on a higher dose. But what I found was that it got rid of all my symptoms, so my hot sweats stopped straight away, as did my itchy skin, as did being slightly mad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> although some of the things that happen, which I'll talk about later, I've that I've never got that back. Yeah. Um, 
But so, I mean, I'm an absolute advocate of take the HRT. Yeah. There is a lot of this kind of old-fashioned ideas of you've got to push through it and, yeah, you, you know... You need oh, to be a martyr. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. I don't... Like, you know, if I've got a headache, I will drink a glass of water first because generally my headache is telling me something about yeah. that I'm tired or I'm dehydrated or whatever. However, after that, I'll take a paracetamol yeah. because... Why, why do you don't need to suffer? Yeah. And it's the same with this. I've had, I have had women say to me, "Oh, you don't need all that. You'll manage. You're fit. You're this. You're that." It's well, got no. It but it's not. It's not about that. No. But, and actually, I think it really does women a disservice. Does you need this? You do. If you had, I'm trying to think of a really good well, example. I, I, but if you were low on iron, you'd take yeah. an iron supplement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is exactly the same. Sorry, I've got no, no, because no, no, it frustrates me. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing as well that you hear a lot from people, and, and do forgive me if you know people who listen to your podcast feel differently, is people say, oh, I want to go down the natural route. You know, I'm going to take a tincture that was made by a Tibetan monk at the bottom of a... Ma- the, the difficulty that people... Well, my difficulty with that is that when you lose... Uh, when you go into the menopause and you lose those hormones from your body, the things that that they are preventing you from getting are things like, or helping you, preventing you from getting, are things like heart attack, things like um, getting dementia. All of those things are, are, that is what the estrogen is doing for you. So yes, you can take black cohosh or whatever it's called from Hallot and Barrett, and it might stop you having... um, night sweats and it might stop your restless leg but it's certainly as far as i'm aware forgive me if i'm wrong people but it's not replacing the hormones that is going to prevent you you it's not preventing you from other things it's not preventing you from osteoporosis it's not preventing you from you know dementia and the other things that they have found that taking hrt why does your body stop making it if it's so important because basically it's decided you're not going to have any more children so you might as well shrivel up and die (laughs) bit by bit it's nature's last little laugh on you after having periods all those years and the roller coaster it's absolutely you've served your to humanity because you've reproduced all you haven't but you've you know that period of your life is over and now we're going to take all of the good stuff and we're going to take it away from you. And so I mean, everyone really does think you're not crazy. And I mean, the other thing, of course, is that now it's becoming more and more important because we're living longer. Yeah. So, you know, years ago, you might have, you know, been in menopause about 10 years and you'd died anyway. But now we're going on. So the quality of your life is so important. I mean, yeah. The other things that, I mean, you can get a million and one symptoms, but vaginal atrophy, where basically your fanny's just going to dry up and die. <laughs> yeah. Unless and you get... another thing. That is, I mean, that, actually, I think Davina McCall is talking about yeah. dryness, wasn't she? Oh. And, and that, you know, when I... I didn't, I, I didn't have that, but, you know, people Just in case do. anybody wants to know, didn't suffer from that. Um, but, you know, there's, some of it's really deeply... I mean, you think some Unpleasant. of the stories... There's some poor women go through. I mean, listen, if you can manage without and you don't want to take, yeah. great, good luck to you. But don't be a hero. Yeah. There's no reason to be a hero. Plus the other thing, sorry. No, 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 because... Is that um, because it can give you a low mood, right? Yeah. You, it's like, I, I felt 
right at the beginning when I didn't really realise what was happening in my late 40s. Um, <laughs> but um, I just felt so miserable because I couldn't yeah. trust myself and the things that I could do, every day, stuff that I, you know, the, the, the plates that you spin and the balls yeah. that you juggle, that you just do. All of a sudden, I was dropping them all, and I couldn't, and I was forgetting things, and, and more than usual, you know, yeah. not that you know, walk into a room, you can't remember why you're there, but, and, and it just makes you miserable because you don't really know what's going on, and you, your moods and your temper is fluctuating a lot. Well, there is a, there is, I, I couldn't tell you the percentage, but lots of women they don't know what's going on, and that they they do link certain suicides. To the menopause. Really? And break so, up of marriages. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's a massive sort of age age range where people have been married for quite a long time, sort of like late 40s, and people say, oh, it's because, you know, it's because you've your children have grown up and you've decided, oh, this is a whole new me. But they're now saying, no, it's probably because you're menopausal yes. and want to murder yeah. everybody. So, you know, it, it really does affect so many things. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was listening to a podcast quite a long time ago where it was, um, and there was a woman talking who's on television and she was talking about her grandmother had committed suicide and, and she was a perfectly happy, there was no, I mean, yeah. not that you ever really know what's going yeah, on in yeah. head, but, and she could ne never know, she, she couldn't save it 100%, but she's in, having, go, going through the, uh, the menopause herself now, yeah. that, she can understand so many things and she's convinced that that was the reason why. It's awful, isn't it? I mean, it's speculation. But yeah. there is, if, if you look online, there is yeah. lots of, lots to do, you know. But you know, like, did you suffer from PMT? No, never. Did you? Yes. So, but I still get that. I, yeah, I, I do. But I, like, how crap I used to feel. I suppose if that's, like, really intensified, then I could understand. I mean, for, for, like I said, the, it was the rage. Yeah. Just, yes. Yeah. I was just this very angry yeah. woman, <laughs> far more than I should have been. Yeah. You know, and and almost, you know, I don't know if you ever, you ever have scream and a shout sometimes, <laughs> and it's almost like you're watching yourself. Yeah. But it was like you just think, well, who is this person? Yeah. And but yeah. I was just just wanted to shout all yeah. the time in the car, at the kids, everything, you know. And it's and it's miserable. Mm. Yeah. It's actually yeah. miserable. Yeah. So. And know. I think I think as well the the kind of catalogue of things that can happen in the menopause that people can't kind of link you can't think oh that's what that is but i know that that lots of women in their 40s who might have say like you've got a really high powered job but part of your job is that you have to give get up and give presentations or yeah. something like that all of a sudden they're like i can't do it yeah. i cannot get up in front of all those people and so rather than sort of link it to the menopause or 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 say look this is what it is they just give up their jobs they yes, just resign yes. because all they, they're not thinking, oh, it's the menopause. They're just thinking, oh, I can't do what yeah. I used to do. I can remember driving. This is my boring, weird story. I can remember driving back from a wedding. Now, I've driven on motorways for years, mm. right? And all of a sudden, I thought to myself, I can't drive on the motorway. I'm going to have a panic attack. I've never had a panic attack. Really? I just could not. And I thought, I'm going to pull into the hard shoulder. Mm. I didn't know really what to do and I pulled off into services and I had to ring someone from work to come and get me but they had to come out two people in one car one to take my car back and one to get me and I've never been on a motorway since really? and that was 
I've been on them. But not but, driving. But not driving. But now I'm so bad that, like, I spend 90% of the journey with my eyes closed. See, that's really interesting. What, sitting in the car? Yeah. And I'm going, you're, you're, too, you're too close to death. Now, I've never been a nervous passenger. Yeah, yeah. I've been in police cars going a million miles an hour yeah. everywhere. And it would never bother just... me. But something <gasps> yeah. about that, and that was all linked wow. to it. Just... See, I'm like that on a plane. <gasps> oh, my and God. I've flown everywhere. Yeah. I've been... And I, um, my children laugh at me because, certainly because Jason and my youngest daughter, like, love, love a bit of turbulence. Oh. They, you know, it's all, it's like being on a roller coaster. And yeah. I'm white knuckled. Now, and even on a short flight. Yeah. I, I just, I, I I could see a time, if it doesn't change, that I won't be able to fly. Really? Yeah. And I, it's never better than the last few years. It's just been. And they can't horrendous. do anything to stop that. Is there anything you well, can take to stop that? it's just stuff that I can't, you know, it, it might be linked, it might not be linked. Mine's definitely, just, definitely linked, I know it is. I but can't talk, and it's just, all I can think about is the catastrophizing yeah, of yeah, what could yeah. go wrong. Oh, yeah. And, and the few times that I've been away without my family... I've sat on there as the plane's taken off, and I just thought, "What am I doing?" The plane <laughs> and your your you, your mind is working yeah. with it all. But this is why loads of women say they have low mood and they end up at the GP, and then they leave the GPs with antidepressants. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And that you know, which really doesn't. I was given antidepressants mm. for my PMT because I went to. Yeah. The, I kept going to the doctor because they they just that all they can do is give you the pill, and I couldn't take the pill. So she gave me antidepressants. Are there, I mean, are there some things in antidepressants, though, that are are linked to maybe being able to help? I don't know. Well, anything, I suppose, that raises your serotonin can't be a bad thing. But you could take 5-HTP or something like that, which is like a natural... And it all depends. It's such... They've got to get the dosage right, haven't you? And you've mm. got to be on for quite a long time before mm. you notice the difference. And it's, it's mm. the side effects, isn't it, mm, I guess? Mm, mm, mm. Mm. It, it, it is um it is i'm laughing about you because that's what i do i've never done this until i became older mm. and i catastrophize everything really? if, so, if somebody isn't home when they've said they're going to be home they died that i mean obviously <laughs> really? no, nothing else could possibly happen like the bus couldn't be late or anything like that oh my god they've died or you know, I, I, and this scenario just gets bigger and bigger in my brain. Wow. Um, and which is why no one can ever call you late at night now. No, no. The minute the phone goes off, someone's dead. Oh, just, <laughs> what's wrong? Who's dead? <laughs> but you know, people might think that's. But when you've never been like that, yes. when you're like a really steady state mood, and when you are very pragmatic about things, and you're not like that. I mean, people. There are many people. Who, I am shocked by you saying this because I. I've never have guessed that about you. You're not, you don't strike me as that kind of person at all. Well, I wasn't until, no. <laughs> until I was robbed. Th do you think, though, that, see, for me, once I worked out and I realised what was going on and you educate yourself a mm. bit, then it kind of, it's not okay, but you know what's going on. It's mm. like you could put a label on something. Yeah. Mm. So I think, you know, I'm going to probably, it sounds you're sitting there thinking I'm horrified by this. And <laughs> I don't want any of this to happen to me. But I think if you go into it relatively educated and you educate yeah. yourself, it's not so terrible because you know what's going on. Yeah. And you can do something about it or you can make some, you know, some healthy choices yeah. about things um, to, to, you know, to, to help your journey. I think as well um, that there's been so much about it recently 
Davina McCall's done this programme, which was really good. And then loads of people. Meg Matthews is yeah, like she a, a... She's a massive advocate, isn't mm. she? And loads of people who are talking about it now. I'm really hoping that people like when Amy and younger people go into it, they will have far more yes. of an idea than we did that actually it's, it's the menopause and and better equipped and to go to your doctor and say no i don't think i'm depressed i don't yeah. think i'm this i think i need hrt i mean they reckon some huge percentage and i don't know the percentage but some huge percentage of people who women not people under the nice guidelines who should be getting prescribed HRT are not getting it. It's something like one in ten yeah, women in 10, yeah. are taking HRT who qualify, who are in that age mm. gap and who whose criteria Why are they not is that is that because they've not asking for it or they're just I not think, getting it? Various I don't know. I, 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 See how many of your friends are taking HRT? Well, and not as many as I would like, because they're all doing this weird, you know, I'm gonna get through it. But so many myths about HRT have been kind of busted. So people said, well, you can only be on it for five to ten years. You've got to come off it anyway. No, you don't. You can be on it ad infinitum. Because, as we said, it's protecting your bone density. It's protecting, you know, your brain, your blood pressure, you know, your sort yeah. of heart and everything. So you can be on it now long term. You don't have to come off it. Um, and it's doing all that preventative stuff. So, you know. I See, I just assumed... That most women were on it. Yeah, me too. So yeah. most of my friends, other than one, who just doesn't seem to be, you know, she doesn't feel the need, she's not suffering through anything, so yeah. But most of them are, are taking something. But another friend said she is the only one, and all of, virtually all of her friends are, are trying to do it naturally. Why? But then, you know, but... But then, you know, it, it's, it's, you could move the conversation on this, like people that, you know, don't want to take the vaccine, for instance, because yeah. they don't know it's been tested, but then they're taking all manner of other things every weekend, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, which is yeah, clearly yeah. not regulated either. So yeah. it's just how you view but, things. See, I've always thought that HRT was bad because I've heard that it's bad. Not that I, that, that I just know that that's what I think. But why do I think that? Well, why you, have they... It, you probably think that because it all, as well, I said, it was, said, it was, yeah, massive, it, it was massive. It was t 2002 or something and it was this mm. massive thing. Like basically if you take it, you're going to get breast cancer. And I don't think we've ever recovered from that. And I don't think that uh, perhaps old GPs perhaps who, um, I'm not sort of putting it all mm. down to them, but you know, who aren't as up to date on stuff, are still perpetrating that kind of thing. I mean, I went during lockdown, I had pain in my breast and my GP are always great. I did a little online thing for them and they sent me straight down to WIPS to have um, a mammogram. So I had a mammogram and then I went in to see, like, obviously the breast specialist. Yeah. He's a lovely guy, examined me, nothing to worry about, explained what was going on, which was nothing major at all. And then he said to me something really odd. Like, he said to me, well, you're... Um, we're talking about HRT, I think. And he said, well, you're a very bright, articulate woman, I'm, I'm sure. And what he was trying to say was, why was I on that? And why wasn't I taking, you know, black sage or something? I don't know. I was like, because it's a, why wouldn't you? You know, yeah. See, as I, I say, I a really old-fashioned idea of trying to power through it.
Well, yeah, it's. Oh, don't go. I, I defer to doctors at all times because they've trained. They've got medical training. Yeah, and yeah. I don't. But then you have sometimes you have someone telling you um, that they have the medical knowledge, but you've been living with something, and that experience is in some ways mm. just as important. It's anecdotal to you, but that's what you're bringing to the table. They don't know how you're feeling, mm. and so it is quite. Um, reckless but it's very unsympathetic to tell you that you know it's okay to do it like this but really you should be doing it like that. that what did you what i'm interested in what um tell me about your drugs lou because <laughs> 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 now i'm like so, i might have to pay and get extra I special ones easter gel which is a pump and that is that rubbed or rubbed yeah yeah or taken through the skin which they prefer because okay. it doesn't go across your liver in yeah any way. yeah so right okay i take i started off on one pump on one arm alternately but now i have two pumps one <laughs> on each arm every day yeah i have a pea size of the testosterone gel on my lower leg why do you have that on your lower leg um so you don't get it really her, arm, her arms are worn out with the other gels <laughs> everywhere it's taken yeah um, and these tablets, these Utrogestan, are tablets that I take on the 20th of each month to the end of the month. So right. I basically take them, I start on the 20th, I take two tablets, um, and that supposedly should regulate my periods. So I don't really know, because that they're all over the show. So but you're so still, still bleeding? Yeah, well, of a kind. I mean, I think mm. they're trying to stop. Right. But, um... I can sort of, you know, it's it's very, very changeable. Yeah. So I never really know what's coming now. I mean, I would quite like to, because actually I still have this mentality that, you know, I feel a bit uptight and I have periods and everything. Yeah. You know, all is good in the world again. But, um, that yeah, that's really changing. But I do notice it sometimes. <clears throat> See, I tend to do all this after I've got out of the shower. Well, I yeah. go to the gym first and then shower after. So, I, you know, you've got into a routine. But sometimes I do forget, and I yeah. will find that, because it all sits on my bedside table, so I don't forget. Yeah. And, you know, you get distracted. The phone goes, doorbell goes, this song's yeah. shouting, or whatever it is, you're in a rush. Um, sometimes I get into bed and I look at them and I think, oh, that's why I've got a bit <laughs> So, I, I don't know, it might be psychological, you know, I'm not saying that they're... I mean, it's definitely doing something. Yeah. That it might be that this is the day that I've forgotten it. I just mm. was a moody cow. Really. Um, but... Um, so that's what I do. So it's a bit of a, well, it's just a routine that yeah. I'm into now. So it's quite, you know, it's all, I'm a bit, bit jelly, a bit greasy for five <laughs> minutes in the morning or the evening or whenever. I, I've got work. HRT drug MD now, and now I'm going to have to like <laughs> go. I want, I want all the tests. <laughs> well, I do know a lovely lady around here who is a pharmacist. She's called, I think, the hormone pharmacist. Hello, Lindsay, if listening. <laughs> and um, I think that she can do all of this or tell you exactly what you want and then send you off to your GP, your GP yeah. and ask for. I mean, there are really, you know, rather than just listening to us wittering on anecdotally, there are some really good people on uh, on the internet. Yes. There's the menopause doctor. Um, there's oh, a doctor Shahadi. Yeah, now she's yeah she's, she's lovely. Yeah, she's she does a lot of stuff, and Meg Matthews also makes yeah, menopause. Yeah, and also the um, is it Lorraine Candy. Yeah, um, girls from, from midlife. midlife. They talk a lot about perimenopause and menopause. And generally, it's quite you know, it's quite it's quite informative. Certainly, if you don't know anything about it, yeah. At all. So, I think it's really important to do a bit of research. I think because especially if you're going to go to your doctor, um, 
it, you're armed with information. So yeah. if they start, I mean, you know, there. I'm sure there are going to be exceptions to everything we've said. I'm sure that there are some women because of their, you know, issues they've had with in their family breast cancer or whatever that that there are going to be people who are not going to be yeah. suitable for them there's always going to be exceptions but i do think if you go along and at least you're armed with some information yeah. um you've got a bit of a fighting yeah, chance because i think you know i don't know about now but i have heard really miserable stories of yeah. really being fobbed off yeah and you know if they're asking something they're asking for help yeah 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 and so yeah you know, if you, if you were going with a broken leg or, God forbid, a lump in your breast or yeah. something, you know, you're asking for help, so yeah. you need it. Well, they were saying on one of my podcasts, you know, there's there's loads of other things that control hormones, your thyroid, right? Yeah. They wouldn't say, oh, yeah, well, no, like, do without thyroxine, <laughs> would they, or whatever, you know, just power through that, no, yeah. you know, that you'd take the drugs, and as I say, obviously, it's a very individual thing, and there may be people who... who yeah, it's completely that you know it's it very much needs to be prescribed by a doctor or by yeah. a healthcare professional without a shadow of a doubt but i think that there's a lot of women that could be taking it that aren't and they're just probably if they're not having any symptoms great yeah but mm. i think there's probably a lot of women suffering in silence and why would you why would you put yourself through that oh god if i could take a pill back when with all my period yeah, stuff yeah. and that made everything fine i'd take it every yeah. day like yeah. why would you yeah. want to put yourself through yeah anything yeah. that you don't have to and i think as well there, there tends to be um a, a downplaying of women's symptoms about stuff yeah so you know i mean i'm very I very women do that yeah, as well. I think, yeah, yeah. Probably you know right. women because we're, we're quite we're, you know tend oh, to I'm be fine. Quite, quite stoic about things yeah it's okay i'll put up with things yeah. you don't have to don't like to complain people yeah. don't like to talk about this kind of thing and that's fine you don't have to talk about it but you can talk about it to your doctor and they should be listening to you mm. it's funny because obviously we all know each other because we go to the same gym and um, people often will say to me, because they're all skinny and I'm not, um, <laughs> about, you know, about, oh, you've been going to the gym a long time, they sort of look at you, your menopausal tummy, and I always say, look, I didn't join uh, to lose weight, I joined so that if I fall over, I can get up yeah. off the floor and try yeah. and get some bone density, yeah. you know, um, because of osteoporosis, because basically I'm in the menopause and bits of me are falling off <laughs> bit by bit as I have less and less hormones in my body, and a lot of the young blokes look at you and they don't really want to know that information, but I tell I think we should talk about things, because men I should be aware, yeah, because yeah. that's better for them, so if yeah. their partner does start going a bit mental when you know later yeah. on at least they have an idea what's going on it does yeah. send you a bit you know just a bit crazy yeah. at times yeah. really definitely, definitely definitely can do as I say I mean there are uh, on a positive note I will tell you a couple of very tiny TMI, by the way, TMI bits about the menopause that are good. Yeah. So that is you don't have periods, obviously, yeah. and you don't smell. And these are all things that people don't talk about because it's a bit weird. Well, of, of course, it doesn't smell. You don't. Your pits, you don't get no, the Or your nun. And your nun. Because you haven't got hormones, haven't you got loads of hormones, which, you know, why do you yeah. think you get smelly teenagers? Yeah, it's yeah, because yeah, they have yeah, a yeah. hormone surge. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, things like 
the, as I say, the, nobody wants to know this about me. But you, you know, before you'd be always like, oh, you know, but yeah. you just stop being smelly because wow. you don't have hormones. So it's a really weird thing. Yeah. It's quite, well, it makes perfect sense, yeah, actually, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, never, it does. So you don't get smelly anything. armpits, you don't get smelly fangitas. Nothing smelly. What else? Is there anything else? Or is that the only thing? Um, <laughs> you can just see the headline now. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure someone's going to say, well, mine still was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that again would be too, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I was trying to put a positive spin for people. Um, I mean, I mean, there's so many... I was trying to think, no, there's not really. I mean, we haven't touched on a million and one things that are awful. You can get hormonal acne. So you might be oh, 50 God. and have never, ever had bad I have skin. Had, I have had a few spots. And, and I don't really, yeah. Yeah, you can I get full-scale acne Yeah, uh, as a side effect um, because it's all hormone-related yeah. and you don't have them anymore. So lots of people have that. So all of a sudden you're 50 and you've got a face full of spots and you've never had spots before, it, you know. And there are stories of women sort of thinking that they're entering the menopause and they actually end up pregnant. Oh, that's what happened so to my mum, so yeah. It's, 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 you know, it's... Uh, I can't imagine having Your fertility a having one last yeah. birth. Yeah. just when you think yeah. you don't... You know, oh don't need to God. worry about that. So that does happen quite a bit. So yeah. if you are sort of not using regular... Um, Contraception. Yeah. <laughs> that's fairly reliable. Yeah. Do, well, of course, my mum was Catholic. I don't suppose she was using anything apart from a rosary bead. But um, you can end up with a menopause baby. Oh, so that. And so, do you feel all right now? I mean, I know apart from the driving thing. Um, I mean, I feel loads and loads better than How I. How long did you suffer for before you got help? Um, I don't think it was that long because I'm all about give me the drugs. I wasn't doing any yeah. of that going to Holland and Barrett business. Um, <laughs> I think the main thing is I didn't realise I was perimenopausal. Yeah. That's that's the thing. So the driving thing, that that was definitely perimenopause. Yeah. That that was before my period stopped. But as I say, I didn't do what Lou's doing. Obviously, Lou's still having periods. And I just went boom, stopped the end, and then I got HRT. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, things like, I will notice, for instance, that I might have low mood and then I'll think, oh, I haven't changed my patch or something, you know. Mm. And there was a shortage of HRT patches as well, um, just something to do with suppliers. So then I was eking them out. You're supposed to, I think, change, you're supposed to have like two in seven days. Mm. Um, and I was like trying to keep one on for about 10 days and I was thinking, oh, I'm not sure yeah, this is working. Yeah. But, um, you know, on the whole, um, we just sound like we're sort of some advocates for big pharma, aren't we? Like trying to make <laughs> no, everyone go not, on drugs. It's, but... it's not, because I, I would hate for people to think that we're trying to convince everyone that this is the way to go. But, it, you know, it's worked for me. I can only speak for me. But it, it's and, replacing... And it's clearly worked for Claire. What you're... Losing, yeah, and yes, so yeah. It, it makes sense. That's, that's what you need to make it. Yeah, you're not taking anything that your body's not already making. Yeah. Exactly, it's just not making as much as it, it should have done. Yeah, and, and I, it's all, um, it's all sort of very natural these days. It's yeah. not, I mean, it's all made from. I mean, I call them yams, but I would have yams are sweet potatoes. Aren't they? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, that's another thing. I mean. Uh, 
please forgive me, everybody, because I'm going to make like a massive faux pas now. <laughs> but, you know, people who are vegan and stuff, people say, oh, it's made from horse urine. Well, it might have been made from horse urine a million years ago, but now it's all plant-based. Okay. So, um, you know, pe people always had that kind of idea. Because there's two types. There's... there's Body identical yeah, and bio-identical. Which is the one... Is it body identical? We, we have body, body identical. Body identical. Yeah. So it's just mimicking what your body already is making. Yeah. The bio-identical ones, though, if you go to... I mean, I did go and see a doctor privately. Yeah. But then there are clinics that will try and sell you, but and they, apparently they are sort of custom-made for you to da-da-da. Right. I mean, none of that is licensed. None of that is tested. No. You wouldn't, you know, ignore all of that. Okay. That well, that's not... what everybody. I mean, this isn't just us saying that. That's everybody. Like, there's a guy on the other day, and he's like the head of gynecology and obstetrician and everything. Like, he's a head honcho dude, and he is massively in, into um, education around for for medical professionals around um, the menopause. And like, he's like, don't touch that with a yeah. barge pole. So. Um, not that we're experts, but body body identical is what you get when you get HRT patch, and it's what Lou's mm. getting with her yeah. estrogel and all the rest of it. And as I say, I hope I've got that right. That it used to be made with weird stuff, and now it's made with yeah, plants. Yeah, I think that was a long, a long, long time ago. Um, but yeah, you're just you are just replacing what yeah. you know what you're losing. So do you feel better now? Yeah, I don't want to still have, but you know, there's life, you know, we've yeah. really, yeah, yeah. you know, you have, your, how are you you with have your ups and your downs. Hormonal, because you've got hormonal girls in the house, haven't oh, you? Yeah, so how's that been? so much fun, <laughs> really. We all tick along nicely, never a crossword. You but, should all be having your periods at the same time. Well, we're yeah. in sync we, like a we commune. We have twinned a few times. Oh. Oh. Um, but she's really, you know, like my eldest, she's not going to thank me for talking about this, um, because she's the only person that's had a period ever oh okay yeah, yeah. um but yeah obviously she's at the start of yeah her, and but yeah two girls one is very hormonal the other one's working her way up to it mm. um and that's now why we have two dogs and jason yeah. disappears a lot really because <laughs> he's pretended he's going down the park. yeah he just he's learned to you know to, to be fair he's quite good you know because he's had to be educated too yeah. because i've done a lot of you know i've read an article and i've left it out and yeah. you know, I've done a lot of you don't understand what I'm going through. Yeah. Um and he's just he has to understand. So he's you know, he's relatively supportive, yeah. you know, he tries to be understanding. Do I do anything about, about the menopause in sex education? They're bringing it in, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because it is it it's actually but again, it's like we talk we talk to, you know, our young young men and women about, you know, sex education and puberty and you know and, and my certainly my oldest has come home and said things like well what do you expect i'm going through puberty it does make me want to internally roll my eyes at times because that's not an excuse for everything but it's good that they're educated and it would yeah. be really good to educate our young people about yeah. what's coming yeah you know that, that's going to take them throughout their lives as well so it's not you know this whispered conversation because i did Quite about five years ago, I found myself at a birthday party and making a joke about the menopause, but lowering my voice as yeah. I said the word mm. menopause. And I was like, Who are you? Why have you just done that? You know, I was 
with women. Yeah. And I had to, you know, it just, I, I annoyed myself for yeah. doing that because you're not supposed to talk about these no, things. No, but people, you don't have to ram it down people's throats, but it is it's part yeah. of life. Yeah. People are really uncomfortable. Men talk about the prostrates, don't they? Jesus. So. <laughs> I went into a meeting, right, and I'd rushed to get there, and there was all these important people and everything. And I just started having this massive hot sweat. Now, if you've ever had a hot sweat, yeah, I mean, you just like sort of. It's not like being hot. I can't explain I it. Like it's like it's like somebody's turned a switch on, and you just sort of like. Imagine when you're in a club and like all your hair goes wet yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's like that, but without any of the alcohol or <laughs> other other things that might help you along, right? So. And I was just like dripping onto this. <laughs> I was dripping onto my to-do list because that's another thing. Of course, you can't remember anything, so yeah, you've got to have a to-do yeah. list. And um, I was like, I'm very menopausal. <laughs> and all these men were like, just... <laughs> didn't want to look at me or anything and you know you'd always get somebody sensible who just says oh do you want to go outside for five minutes but on the whole people are like don't know what to say yeah. but you're just like drip 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 onto the onto the bit of paper but my sister's know. got a little fan she's got a fan <laughs> she's got a fan. Little, yeah. yeah but yeah. she's really suffering with the hot sweats yeah. we're quite hot anyway yeah yeah and yeah well if you go on hrt that well it did with mine they went overnight i don't know i need to talk to her about that actually because she's her periods haven't so i think she went 11 months and then she got a period i like, mean i didn't go a year I think I went, I reckon I went six months and she was quite happy to give me HRT. Okay. I think a lot of it will depend on, like, my doctor is A, female and B, relatively young. Yeah. So she's got the combination of, she's probably not, I mean, she's a, lot, she's a GP, she'll have been out of medical, medical school a long time. But, you know, she would have probably been post that 2002 breast cancer report yeah. she probably got more new information and then i was like yeah you're fine go on it you know sort of thing um but they do say that i mean i, I was um had a conversation with one of our trainers quite a, a few two or three years ago <laughs> when i was having a weigh-in and we were talking about you know yeah. oh, i was sort of saying i don't really everything's sort of changing a bit you know yeah. i can't not that i've been particularly careful about you know I can't eat what I want and like who can but and he said oh you might find that because you you know you're fit and strong that you might sail through it all and I kind of got it in my head I was like oh he said it's all right it's gonna be okay and and then so it came as even more so what but what I'm trying to say is it actually doesn't really matter I mean there's things you can do to help yourself yeah doesn't matter if you're fit or you're not fit it's not really going to your symptoms are your symptoms yeah and they are unique to you and they're individual yeah. to you so you can put yourself in a good place to be as healthy as you possibly can be but it doesn't really i mean i know loads of people that can just carry on drinking i just can't yeah tolerate alcohol particularly yeah, well. yeah i still do really. drink occasionally but i'm always always sorry the next day because yeah. a very small amount of alcohol just doesn't i mean i don't know if that's just an age thing no just, i think that is a menopause thing I think um, metabolising alcohol is a med- I mean, obviously, it hasn't stopped me. I'll still tank it down. But, um, yeah. yeah, but you can obviously cope with it the next day. And I, I just can't. I really feel hideous. It's not even a case of, oh, I've had, a, you know, like, you know, a vodka and tonic too much. I, you know, not a lot of alcohol, and I'm not in a good way the next day. 
I was, I was going to say, well, I was trying to put some positive spins, but then I just thought of something else. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, I, I said, uh, we were talking about, like, um, what's the polite way of putting it? Not being able to hold your urine when you jump about a lot oh, or yeah, lift yeah. something heavy, pelvic your, your yeah, pelvic yeah. floor. Does the menopause affect that? Yes, then? massively, because... <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I was very pleased during lockdown that when we were doing a lot of jumping jacks and things that yeah, uh, killer, skipping, yeah. skipping, jump, all lifting a heavy weight. It's when I have to open my legs and jump. <laughs> if I'm getting my legs are together, I'm please, right. Please, it's the week before I'm due on, and that's yeah. because my because I'm filled up with blood, mm. your blood gets smaller. And I was like, that makes complete sense. Yeah. Like, no one's yeah, ever yeah, yeah, yeah. explained that to me before. And I'm like, why do I not know this? Well, well it's only since having kids. But yeah, it's like that week before, I can't open my legs and jump. Well, so, uh, <laughs> all your... If anyone's a midwife and this is wrong, but I did get this from a midwife, <laughs> so I probably phrased it incorrectly. If I'm, Is that, like, all your um, hormones and everything are all part of what, makes all your pelvic I'm doing hand movements this. Like, <laughs> like, makes all your pelvic floor and everything, you know, kind of stay up and everything. Yeah. And that all goes. And so the reason I found this out is because my sister has has never had a a, a, vag a vaginal delivery of a baby. She adopted a baby. Yeah. And then when she went, she said, why am I, like, pissing myself when I'm doing things? I've never had a baby. Like, I've never had anything come out of my vagina. Why isn't it all staying in? And then she we asked them that the you know the midwife lady not the midwife but you know and she said oh it's because your lack of um estrogen and that all holds your pelvic mm. girdle so yeah it makes the like the lining thinner yeah so. oh god as i say like if yeah. you were a horse that put you down you <laughs> that'd be <laughs> cart them off take them away it's true though isn't it really but it yeah i suppose the good thing is there is light at the end of the tunnel with the drugs. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what drugs you're just talking about. Like, crack. You've yeah. heard all, all the bad stuff. But, yeah. but really, you know, I, I know people that would say, you know, HRT has changed my life. Yeah. Um, and it certainly made my life easier and, you know, happier than it was. Yeah. Because, you know, I felt particularly miserable and anxious. And that is sort of... It's an ever-decreasing circle because, yeah. you, you know, the more anxious you get, the more mm. miserable you get about things you like, your world becomes a bit Small. smaller. Mm. Um, but, you know, now, sorry for getting too much, I'm really looking forward to not having periods. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. I wish they'd just stop. Yeah. I don't really, actually, this, the, the, the GP said to me, sometimes... You know, having a foot in each camp is more difficult than yeah, yeah, because you don't know where you are, do yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. actually really, I'm done. Mm. I'm done. And that's I'm a bit not. shit if you're getting both because bleeding's shit, isn't it? And then if you're getting the menopause symptoms just, as well, just, yeah. And that's that's the thing. Apparently, sort of, my body's ready to stop, but my hormones haven't quite yeah. cottoned on mm. to caught up with it <laughs> and i mean the other thing as well although, although we've all been doom and gloom um ish is that you know we have to remember in some countries around the world you can't even get hrt yeah. and yeah. they don't even mm. kind of believe no. in it as a, as a thing and obviously within some cultures it, in the uk it's just not spoken about and so there's there's swathes of women who aren't getting the help or support that they need because it's just not something that is yeah. ever discussed and um 
you know, I, th I know there's a lot of doctors who are trying to do a lot of work around that and make it more inclusive for people so, you know, that they can have the conversation and get help. Yeah. Well, it must be hideous to have it denied. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we think we've got it bad. At least we can go to the doctor yeah. and say, look, I think I've got X, Y and S and I need that. And we can articulate it and know it exists. Whereas you could be you could be living, you know, in a, in a for whatever reason, a culture where that isn't discussed at all and so nobody yeah. knows anything about it. So and it's quite interesting. You can look at online. There's supposedly something like 42 symptoms or 42 and there is a list there's loads of lists online yeah or if you go on to any of the podcasts or, or or the instagram accounts that just mentioned and they will give you a list of possible symptoms menopause menopausal symptoms um that you can i mean there's lots of them are just very you know every everyday things but you know if that, i think they say if you can tick more than 20 or something then you know chances are yeah. you are and you arm yourself with that so. lou are you feeling a little bit murdery <laughs> yes yes <laughs> i am feeling a little bit murdery tick <laughs> that <laughs> season that's quite a normal thing for me <laughs> <laughs> on the north circular. are you pissing yourself <laughs> on it? yes that's a tick do we have to hide the kitchen knives yes definitely <laughs> So. Oh well, thank you so much. That was very informative. Well, as I say, we haven't scared you. Yeah, we? and, and no, go and check no. out the proper resources, not just us <laughs> yeah. twittering on. But it's nice to hear people's actual real experiences. That's why mm. I wanted to talk to you because you both do talk about it, mm. and I think that's important for people to hear. Just open and honest conversation rather and than, educate you know, yourself about yes, it that's what yeah, i'd say really. whether you go down the hrt route or you go down the you know whichever whichever route just make sure you, you know need it to be able to know that um, some of the stuff you're feeling isn't you going mad yes you're not an unreasonable yeah. person and that bastard on the road that's just cut you up <laughs> is really just the bastard. the a406 is the yeah. worst ride but in the country just, just read about it whatever it is that you decide to do it's fine, but just knowing about it really, will help. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, thank okay. you, Lou. And it, was, it was lovely to chat. Yes. And I'm now going to find a doctor who will give me Lou's posh yes. rice. <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture. This is what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I've got drug envy. Bye. Hi. I hope you enjoyed that. Um... If you've got any questions or you want to comment on anything that was spoken about or you've got something to say about it, please get in touch with me. I'm Mama Mama Pod on the socials, mamamamapod at gmail.com. If you know of anyone who you think would be a good guest, then let me know. I'm always looking for people to talk to. Um, please subscribe to the podcast. Please share it. Sharing is caring. I hope you're good. I hope you have a good summer wherever you are whatever you're doing and i'll see you in a bit sorry my daughter's just come downstairs we're at summer holidays isn't it at the moment work. so i'm in house with the children and she's just coming dancing work you look good <laughs> with work. green hair oh my god anyway i'll see you all later bye 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.